I loved the school. I really did. Like it was fun and it was the student body was great, but it's so detached from reality, like being at Michigan. And then there's like Ypsilanti right next to it. And then it's like a made up la la world. And that's what a lot of the kids like think it is too. Like it's Oh, like privilege beyond like all like we all have privilege in some aspect, but the kids at Michigan, Vaughn, oh my, like it was a new level of like tone deaf. And I'm like, what? Like just everybody. So I'm so excited to be transferring though, because I know for myself when I need to change and the change was needed. I had had enough of that damn school and it's too damn big too damn big like doesn't the town like double in size or at least when the students come back i think it's like fifty thousand students go to school fifty thousand fifty thousand so and the size never really bothered me but it's just like it's just this place from reality like it's like these people just have no sense of awareness for the fact that ann arbor is literally like a made-up town it's so made up, like in the middle of Michigan, just a random bougie ass town. And it's like, what? Like, that doesn't even make whatever. And it's so it's such a fake city. It's so fake, Vaughn, because they have these little bougie restaurants and they taste like shit. Every single one of them. Wait, some of those restaurants, I've been there. And I've done stories in there. And I like Vaughn. some of those restaurants. Those restaurants have Michelin star chefs and James Beard Award. A lot of those restaurants. Some of them. Are- some of them, because there's this one across the street. Don't say that name. <laughs> there's this one. And when I tell you, they advertise like five star Italian and it's like, OK, per like, I love that you're advertising that. And you go in the restaurant and it tastes like Olive Garden, the tea. That's the tea. And it's uh-huh. like, you know, advertise how you will. But, you know, keep it cute, keep it real. It's not the engineering school. That's like, <laughs> what's going on? You get it. Well, you know, and there's some interesting things about University of Michigan as well, though. They're home to the Wolverines. Yeah. The team, the uh, yeah. you know basketball team. Yeah. And, you know, the, the athletic squads are amazing. The athletics, yes, yeah. Well, and also the business school, the law school, yeah. the labor program, the labor program. What else? Oh no, you know. Some things, some budding things in, in, in the town, and then you, you know, quite contrary to some people, like you said, I mean, some of the restaurants could be seen bougie, but some, some of them are, are good. Concept. No, some, some of them are, some are good. Yeah. Some of them are concept. Some of them are concept. And then some of the um the uh the properties are interesting too. What is it called? The graduate that holds. You know, yes, yes, man. Me, I saved, I, I saved the graduate. Yes, that weird. And it's so weird, but I love it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I feel, so I feel like I, I love it too. I'm going to It's so, it is kind of, um, it's very interesting, or, uh, which is the word, same word as kooky. <laughs> yes, it's so kooky. It's so, because, kooky. yeah. I do feel like, um, the hand is going to come out anywhere, like Wednesday. I'm like, Wednesday, what are you doing here? Because, <laughs> because, because the way it sits in the middle, like, I don't know. Like, I remember, I haven't been there in a while, but yeah. I remember it's, it did sit in the middle, like, a cul-de-sac or something, a city, a city, a city center area. Yes. It was, like, it was very collegiate looking. It looked like a library. It was cute. Right. Great drinks, cute rooms. Just feel, it feels very uh, surreal. But I'm like, yeah. but, for the most part, it's Michigan. But Michigan, I mean, it's Michigan. I was able to go in the, um, the Wolverines. There's the locker room, the press yes. room. I can see all that stuff. 
So for me, it was kind of cool. But since here to hear you, I was actually um, I think I had a scholarship a full yeah, I had a full scholarship at Michigan University. Yes, I remember you told me about that. Yes. Yeah. But um I decided to go and get away from Detroit. So just push myself to the limit to have, um and be able to to experience different things. Yeah. And so when I heard that your dad told me people, well actually you told me your dad told me he told me nothing. And I was talking to you on Instagram and Sliding your DMs. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Did you tell your daddy that you were a model and all this stuff? And he's like, what are you talking to you? So then I text your dad and your dad was like, God, I told her to talk to you. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't give it, I didn't give it two shakes. I didn't give it two shakes or anything. Sorry about that. But um think about anything until I looked at your your TikTok when I was speaking to you. And yeah. I and I looked and I saw the energy and yeah, uh, you're, you seem to be creative, and you just seem like you just wanted to push yourself to another stratosphere, so to speak. Yeah, was I um was I correct with that interpretation? You so get it, yes, <laughs> most definitely. Like it's just because I've always been like a creative person. Like I did the acting camps, like dancing all throughout high school, all of that, and then when I got to college at Michigan and that's the thing where it's like Michigan is a great school but for a certain type of person like that how do I keep it classic the atmosphere is for a certain type of person but when I went there like all of the creative juice it just it disappeared like it so disappeared and although like I was still creative in my own ways like my Instagram all of that that was literally, but Michigan itself, like the location especially, it drained me. Like it literally drained me. So when I went back home and I was just in this healing girl, I, I forgot to tell you, I had a healing journey. Last summer, I started my healing journey. So this is when I was just awakening and I was like, girl, you're creative, like create. And so when I went home, I was like, oh my God, I'm a model. Like I'm literally a model. I've been telling people, I'm like, I'm a model. Like that's just my vibe and it's like yeah that's just my vibe now like the new it's a new energy and I love it I just love it Vaughn you're on mute I'm always on mute (laughs) (laughs) so can you explain to us or elaborate what's um what's a model to you what's it like being a model or becoming a model and what does being a model stand for for you for me I would say I don't like I hate using the term influencer because now it's just turned into something completely different. But I feel like a model to me is somebody who models like the correct activities and personalities that and not even correct, but like they just bring something new to the scene. And it's like, you know, you have the capability to influence people. So it's like influence the best way you know how. And like, that's what I've been trying to do. Like my social media, I be posting quotes, you know, like random little artsy things because sometimes people are afraid to speak up. Like it's so, it's so real that people are afraid to speak up. And it's like, if I have a platform and people are listening to me, why not speak? Like I might as well. And that's just, it's like a moral responsibility. Like I always quote it like that not a responsibility to inform people, but it's something innate. Like that's just something in me that I have where it's like, okay, I'm going to speak up and help these people the best way I know how and model the ways that, you know, how I'm changing my life, whatever it might be so that other people can be like, okay, you know what? It's possible. 
Like, I feel like it just all lies in the possibility. And so that's what a model is to me, I'd say. Yeah, seems like that's what it felt like when I when I reached out to you. Yeah. And that's how I started delving deep. Because for me, I just was like, I said, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, that's my frat brother's little daughter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but I, you know, I've been in the industry for some time. And I'm like, well, I know, you know, you know, her mom and her daddy, they're very collegiate, like, because, you know, you guys have, you have this collegiate family vibe, very collegiate, very all-American. Yes. <laughs> you so get very, me. Very tagged, very tagged. Yes. Tag <laughs> Literally. So, so basically, for me, I didn't bet. I, then I saw that you were able, like, oh, no, she plays, she goes into character sometimes. Yeah. So to me, I saw, I had to get an inkling of that. And I was like, okay, this is not like somebody just wants to say, I want an auto. Like, this is somebody that's, you know, they would want to make it, they, they want to use what they have and also not only not not to only express themselves, but also to give themselves the permission to do so. Yes. And, and, ho- and hopefully will inspire others to do so as well. Literally. And so that's what I thought. For me. And I was like, wow. Yes. I saw it and I was like, okay. <laughs> and that's how you do your makeup. I was like, no way. Like, what's <laughs> okay? And there's a grown little baby girl. <laughs> so when I saw it and I was like, okay, so this person is not only the little drug rat that I remember. Yes. Um, this is a grown woman. And your dad was like, uh-uh, she's a grown woman. Because <laughs> like, he like, knows. I be telling him. I tell him, I'm like, I'm grown. Like, I'm still your baby girl, but I'm grown. I'm so grown. Right. And you look just like his what You like his mom and him spitting, you know, this is a spitting image to them. Yeah, and, um, it's so awesome. But the great thing is, is that your brilliance and your sister's brilliance is the same from your parents. Yeah. Like when I when I meet them, it's like, and I think I took a long time to meet you two girls, you, it, you and your sister. But I feel yeah. like I, I said hello to you guys. I think Luigi made me saw your dad made, made me say hi to you. I think you're probably one really? <laughs> or, or two or three. Yeah. Bah, 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 say hi to Jordan. On the phone. I'm like, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with you. <laughs> like literally okay but so it was just so cute and then i think like maybe seven years ago i stopped by one time i, I remember you came to the house and i was uh-huh. like, I, like, I, like, like yes right, like a crazy like a wind like a tornado yeah. and then like and then i was like oh these little cute girls and then you guys, <laughs> i was like and i remember you because you did you do have a you have an ability both you and um your sister jordan you yeah. guys have an ability to take a room yeah like, you just take a room. You know, some people, they don't, some people take a room and they just take rooms. It's not like, you were grandstanding. You were yes. telling me, I mean, if anything, I was being, I was being obnoxious and silly. It's, it's who I am. And so, yes. um, and then you were in there and then you just look at me like, well, who is this? And it was like, <laughs> it was just weird because I was like, why is she tall like that? But, but now I'm thinking about it, you were kind of like, you know, a little tall, you know. Yes. You know, but you were still little me. I was like, oh, she's like 12, 13. Literally. Y'all was having tall though. Y'all was having tall. At least you were, and I remember you had you had a little more hair and your mom. She had a lot of hair and we were talking. It was just really amazing. Yes. Just to be around that. And then your dad was talking about they got good grades. They got good grades. Yeah, all the time. All and the then, time. But I didn't think to even know, to even believe, to even believe that oh my god, that's crazy. Like you guys. Both um, had grades and scores and, yeah. you know, curriculums and, and um, out, you know, outside resources, you know, extracurricular resources as well. And being leaders in your community, Avi, um, <laughs> that you were able to get into those schools. Yes. Those yeah. And I thought your daddy was lying. 
<laughs> no, because when, because he talks about it, like, I love him. You know, I love that man to death, but he be talking about it all the time. And I'm like, of course, I'm an academically driven girl. Like, I'm always going to be, but there's so much more. Like, I'm a drama queen. Like, I'm so drama queen to the fullest. And when he's talking about our grades, I'm like, yes, of course I'm like, duh, like, of course I'm getting good grades, but also I'm doing a yada, 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 yada. And so we're working on that. He'll, he's getting it, but yes, I love school. Like, I hate when people are like, I hate certain parts of school, but the learning aspect of school, I absolutely love it. Like learning that's my vibe. Like if I'm learning something, I'm having fun. Like that is, that is my vibe. If I'm learning something, I'm having fun. That's going to be my trademark. I'm going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of boot camp, I think I spoke to um, Karis Rogers and she's um, a brown skinned, beautiful young lady. And she's just got signed to LA Models. And she's like doing everything. She's always modeling. I think she was one of the first um, young designers to show at New York Fashion Week. Really? Officially on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I, I spoke to her and we were speaking to each other. And she just like brightened up. And I loved the fact that she was speaking up and talking about how she was bullied. And she said mm. she was bullied. I'm thinking like, oh, who bullied you? You had long hair. Yes. You know, you brown skin, real brown skin. Right. We, know, we, know, we know we get, we know we get a lot of colorism in our community, but please, yeah. she's gorgeous. And she was like, no, I got bullied. And I was like, what? Yes. Like a cute girl with all that swag. Right. And she was like, but now I took back, I went back into the side of myself. It was just beautiful because, you know, she's like that. a little younger than you and and her, I think it's, ah, oh, I messed her name up. Lele, I love Lele from Nickelodeon. I, I never met her yet, but uh, we've also worked with yeah. uh, Young Dylan. And then Dylan, I always messed his name up terrible. I'm country. <laughs> so but basically, I think it's so awesome that you guys are able to give yourselves permission. And I love the fact that they have their own businesses. Yeah. And they're educated and they, they're homeschooled. Yes. I mean, she has books out. Karis has books. She's done fashion shows. She yes, has a I saw line. the yes on the most yeah. interesting. Yeah, and yes. she wins awards and does stuff. And she has seminars for young people. Yeah. And she brings award counselors and she tries to empower others. And she, you know, she has these um, intervention interventions with herself and also with others. So I think that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, leading by example, like you said, you have a voice. You've been privileged, and you understand that you are privileged. Because I was looking around that kitchen when I was drawing, like this is a big kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really Tammy you had a big issue like that <laughs> but, um, but it's just cute yeah you know you guys have a beautiful house a beautiful home two yeah. beautiful daughters you know going to two amazing institutions you know I grew up on University of Michigan for me U of M you know I did it a little bit I did you know go on campus when I was 19 sneaking yes, on like me and I, you know and I, and I did go to um, I did go to uh, I did drive from Detroit you know, to Ann uh, Arbor, yeah. had me a rest stop, then went to Chicago. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot to do with that, too. But I feel like, the, like you said, it is a college town. It's a great college. But so is Cornell. But the, the great thing is, is, you know, sometimes being isolated does help. It, it definitely helped me. Yeah. Not to Cornell. But for me, and I know I broke some records, I got out of that school in three years, pretty much flat, oh. going to school via... Uh, you know, just summer and winter. And also the glasses are cheaper and shorter. 
Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> You no, still get me. That's my TikTok hat. That's it. Yes. So like, yeah. Ivy League, Ivy degree in three. Oh, that's my symbol. That's yours. That's yours. But, but I think it's so awesome. And I love it. And I think that it's not about, people don't understand, it's not about the uh, the arrogance or the air of like, going to those institutions. It's that the, you have resources available to you. Yes. And then you yourself, because you're marginalized, and you go back into your communities, guess what? You can become a resource. Exactly. So from that, that's what I saw when I saw you. And for me, I just saw like I witnessed a black girl follow train. And I, I felt like I was a black girl, a woman. I was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Yes. I was like, yes. yes. I was like, is she gonna figure me out? But, um, <laughs> but I was just laughing because it was so beautiful. And I actually kind of cried too inside out because I got very emotional because I see the, the I've witnessed. And so I hear mom and dad, the colorism in our communities, mm-hmm. African diaspora, the African Latina, Latino communities, the Caribbean community, it's just, it's terrible. You know, yeah. some people put, some people, those conquistadors, those, you know, the tyrants, the yeah. brainwashers, the nasty exactly. people, the demons, the devils, whatever they, you know, yeah. it didn't work. We yeah. found out. And one of the reasons we found out is through technology. So the same thing that we didn't have access to, we actually used to our advantage and we mobilized, we formed. Yeah. And this time, the people that, or the, the segment of the community that you normally hear, that you normally don't hear about in the, in the media, that you don't hear about all too often about how they do hold our community up yeah. is, is African-American women. And to see yeah. them bound together, I was just, yeah. oh my. my son is 12 and a half. He'll be 13. Yeah. And um, he's very t- smart. I gave him a cell phone and Luigi was like, what you done? He was seven. <laughs> I said, Luigi, are you crazy? Literally. Like, it's, not gonna, it's, like, it's like, Luigi, you got to get, I mean, we, so, okay. So if I don't give him a cell phone, you think he going to get access to the internet somebody else? Come on. Like, so, yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, it's just really beautiful things too with genes and genetics. You know, yeah. you and a lot for your parents. I don't have it. I didn't have a lot of access to uh, see my son living in LA, living on the East Coast. So now I'm by coastal. I see him more. But the great thing is that um, he's very intelligent. He's smart. Yes. And, you know, yes. I stand by him 100%. I try not to get on his nerves anymore because, you know, I see what's going out there. I witness it. I work with young people all the time for the yes. last 14 years, very closely, um, academically. Um, right. You know, just um, forming alliances with young people and um, seeing the issues that they go through is a lot more. It's a lot more painful. You know, cyberbullying. Yeah. yeah, it's different. Yeah. Cyberbullying is disgusting because, like, you know, if you're not prepared for that, you know, I've been prepared for that. Exactly. Um, I've been on situations where I've been on stages or big places and had been people look at me in underwear or yeah. me on some, you know, contestant show or some reality show. I was prepared for that moment right. but it was still all surreal but yeah. with, with tiktok being such a huge responder to public i would say tiktok has pretty much given me a lot of public uh in local news yes it does a lot of global news is giving mm-hmm. me testimonies and so yeah. when i saw that and then i saw this black girl follow train my heart melted and then i just said to myself it's about time that we allow our children and ourselves to Allow them to be free. To be allow, free. Allow them yeah. to be themselves. Yeah. And, and allow ourselves to say it's okay. We're giving them all the tools that we could. Yeah. That we need, and then some. Yes. And, th- and then there's some above that that we didn't even know we gave our children. And yeah. vice versa. Yeah. My son has given my son has given me another life. 
Exactly. Because there's so so much mutual, mutual knowledge. I don't don't really, I don't really like, I don't go to, I I try my best (laughs) to talk to him too much. I don't (laughs) throw him too much. Yeah. Raise go down, you know, I'll be like, yo, man, you got an obligation. Yeah, your mother has a master's, your daddy, you know, I believe school, we have opportunities, you know, right. we're very blessed. And yeah. I'll take any of my blessings lightly because you know, I grew up in the projects of Detroit. Literally, so for me, you know, but I didn't see that. I saw family, I saw brilliance, I saw yes. beauty, I saw people being resourceful and making nothing into something. Into something. So yeah. yeah. So I said to myself, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I just came from overseas. And you know, getting a little, it's exhausting going to four cities in 10 days. Yeah. I'm in Germany and doing nightlife stories too. Yeah. You know, I'm party. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking like, okay, bye. It's not about me. It's not about me anymore. And it can't be about me anymore. It has to be about the next generation. And, yes. and how we can try to figure out ways on how to like, and in the process, better ourselves. Yeah. As you teach, you learn. You get it. Yes. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, And so I've always interviewed or been in the company with so many amazing young people, uh, you know, Zendaya to Bella yes. Thorne. I've been yeah. in situations with her when she was 17. I was like, whoop. Yeah, Gabrielle Applin from London. I mean, people play amazing. She's amazing. You know, she's played some instruments. And she's just great singer-songwriter. I love her vibe. Working with uh, just all those types of people. Um, being and, and just having access to Sky Jackson, um, yes. young people that maybe cringe with it a little bit. You go, oh my god, I can't believe she said that. But I, but then I say, yeah. no, no, I'm glad she said that. Yes, you know, yes. Like, like that's very inappropriate. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> she smoked ganja because she had some dreads in her. Okay, that's dumb. Now you know these microaggressions, even though if they're told to your ear by a producer or not, I don't give a. You know, I don't care. Yeah. You know, as, a, as an intelligent adult, there's certain things you just don't do. Don't do. You, don't do. You, you know, you just don't say. And I just would not. That's some shit I'm not gonna say in my ear. Yeah. You know, I've been in several news stations, and it's not about that for me. What it is for me is, is it's like um, I always tell people to know your passion is to know a direction, but yeah. to have a purpose, to have a meaningful, loving life. And yeah. I feel like a lot of young people right now they feel exhausted. It's um, tired. Yeah, tired. tired and not heard. Yeah, you guys, are, you guys actually look exhausted. Yes, <laughs> like literally. When I went back, so I went back to school for a little bit. I went back for like a week and a half because I was like, okay, I'll try and just be here, be present, and do the college thing. No, did not work. But everybody, like all the people that I lived with, my roommates, the people that lived across tired just exhausted and not even just a like you know take a nap kind of tired just tired with schooling and it's like when it gets to that point that's a problem because how are people learning if they're tired 24 7 it's a problem and it's like okay that's why another thing with Michigan is like we have so many so much potential the students at Michigan like from me seeing it too, meeting with the vice president, all of these kids are doing great things. And it's like that potential is trapped within the fact that there are not mental health resources for these students. And although Michigan likes to say, you know, okay, we support you and all of these things, emotional support is not the same thing as a financial support or a physical support. Emotional support 
helps people to grow within themselves in order to be better for not just themselves, but the people around them. If that emotional support is absent, how are people growing emotionally? It's a, it's something that, it's a cyclic thing. It continues the cycle of, you know, exhaustion and not being able to thrive in a class setting because we're all tired. And it was so crazy to see as like withdrawn from it. Cause I'm like, I was the same student. I was the tired one. I was skipping class. I wasn't wanting to go to class. And my parents even were, you know, scared. Cause it's like, I've always loved school. These are the people that love to learn. That's why they're here. They got into this great school by some feat of, you know, academic success. So it's like watching that from afar, I was like, damn, like this is what we look like. And it's, it's terrible. So, wait, so can I, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go to, I'm, I'm writing things down too. When did this happen for you? Because I mean, for me, it happened so many times as a kid. Yeah. And I didn't have anybody to talk to. Nobody understood me. Yeah. And I feel like when I met your mom and dad at school, we all looked at each other. You know, we love each other. We hate each other. Yes. We had differences. But one thing for sure is we was like, this is different. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I feel like I was, I mean, your mom's from Jersey. I'm from Detroit. I, I'm, you know, I was, I was a transplant. So I was like, you know, yeah. I was rooted up from, you know, two life crew, booty taking music to now, 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 now. You know, I was like, shaky, shaky, duty brown. You know, yes. kind of like, you know, like, you know to, to that, you know, yeah. was my house music to that. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I remember your mom, I don't know, I think they were in the room, but it was at Ujma, they had a, a late Yes, Uj, yes. And I was yes. crying because everybody was dancing and I didn't know how to do the bobo and dance. And then one time I think you're, it was, it was everybody. They all, cause yeah. it was real. It was like, why? And I didn't even know why I was crying either. Hmm. Like that's the sad part. Oh, that's I do know part. I was crying. I do know I was crying. Why were you crying? I was crying because my mom. Your mom. Mm. She had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the stuff where it's like a community is so necessary within a school setting. So necessary. And to have those people around you that can lift, that's the, this is when you asked me when it was for me, I throughout college only had like three real friends, three friends that I could talk to all of this stuff over the winter break, how I was telling you about the whole mental health issues. I was having panic attacks almost every single day. And that is tiring. That's beyond tiring. That's like, I can't even explain it. And it's not something I even want to talk about, but it's like in those moments, the people that show up and the people who don't tell you a lot about how you're living your life. So I had a best friend who, you know, through these past two years, we were there for each other. We had a great relationship. I went through this mental health emergency and I'll call it an emergency because that's what it was. It was really an emergency. She checked in two times over the whole span. And you know, winter break is long. Winter break is a long time. Two times she checked in. And so I'm starting to think about it. And I'm like, hold on. Let me look about, let me look at how I care for people. You know, how I show up for people because it hurt. It hurt like hell to not have somebody show up in that moment and especially a best friend, somebody that you consider to be a best friend. So that made me reimagine. And I've always been a very empathetic, 
sometimes to a fault. Like I always see the best in people and I've tried to be empathetic my whole life, but it made me change the way I was thinking about how we support emotionally because it's different. It's different than physical support. It's different than just being there. You need somebody to emotionally care for you and think about your needs in an emotional sense, not just a physical sense. So that's what really made me start to question. That was, I had a lot of questions that were already swirling, but that's what on top of it, I was like, okay, you know what? If I'm not seeing these changes in the people around me, I can change for myself. It doesn't have to be for the people around me. I can change for myself. And hopefully by me doing that, by them seeing a change in me, because Vaughn, a bunch of my friends, they were scared out of their mind. As soon as I was, you know, happy and realizing all of these things about myself, they were like, Kaden, are you okay? And that's when it was like even scarier for me too, because it's like, I'm finally happy. And all of these people around me are concerned. That is like, you know, that made me reflect on my depression. Because that's a thing where I have always been an outgoing kid. I've loved to laugh, all of these things that disappeared. So when, uh, when finally I have this resurgence of passion and purpose and all of that, people are concerned. And that's what it was for me that it was like, oh my God. Like I have been living life, like you said, as a character. Of course, I've always been myself, right? But we have these certain characters that we do put on in society. And mine, my character was a deflection of my depression. That's what my character was. So once I realized that, I was like, like, I'm going to have to make these changes for myself regardless, because I don't want to go back to that place. But also maybe being the change, other people will start to, and Vaughn, I kid you not, I had so many hard conversations with my friends about the way we care for each other. Because like another thing in this generation, it's not talked about enough how to be a good friend. It's, we find so much laughter and comedy in our traumas. And I think that's what makes us a different generation is just the fact that we know how to laugh at ourselves. But it comes to a point where it's like, it's not comical. Like this is the stuff that needs to be talked about out loud and with open dialogue. So for me, that was the biggest thing I'd say. For me, just my depression and seeing how affected other people were by the fact that I was finally happy, that changed it all for me. That was when I was like, okay, I have this power now to influence the best way I know how. So even if it's just a quote, or uh, F you at Instagram for banning black creators when, you know, there are white creators out there doing the same thing, whatever it might be, I have a platform now that I actually feel entitled to use. Like you said, just reclaiming that power and seeing how it affects other people. Like this is the most random, random thing. I started posting more just about myself, just like letting people know who I was. Cause I just, ha I had this character party girl. I was all of the, and I still am like, I can get down, but that's not who I am at my core. So sharing my favorite books that I've read, you know, all of these. And then I see my friends posting their favorite books and it's a chain reaction that comes from somebody being able to be brave enough to really stand up and show who they are 
And I had a bunch of friends and even acquaintances at the University of Michigan that helped me see that. So I'm always grateful for you, Mish. Like you, Mish, in the most twisted of ways, because that's also where my eating disorder got very bad at you, Mish in the most twisted of ways, helped me to realize how bad my mental health was. And it was terrible, Vaughn. It was absolutely terrible. But seeing the change enacted in everybody around me, oh, I love it. And just gratitude. Gratitude in general has been lost, I feel like. We we say thank you. And it's like, that's not enough. I feel like people... I don't know. That's a whole nother thing. But yeah, just seeing seeing change in other people. That's my that's my gratitude or, you know, that's where I feel most like because mm, it just means something. It means something to a community instead of a singular soul. Hold on one second. There's a uh, there is a, a go ahead. Some of the issues that you were going through mentally, was it meditation? Did you see medical professional help or? uh... Yeah. So it was a mix. It was, I had a therapist. Her name is Nesreen. She was a goddess, absolute goddess of a therapist. Um, And then just conversations with myself. So something that about me is instead of journaling, I don't really like to journal that much. But I love to hear myself talk. I'm a little bit of a narcissist. I love hearing myself talk. So I record messages to myself, like journal entries, basically. But I record journal entries for myself. I'll talk about my day. I'll talk about, you know, how was I feeling today? All of those things. And then I'll write down my breakthroughs. So I have a list of ongoing breakthroughs. And it'll be like the way we look at trauma. How does childhood trauma affect an adult? And how does it affect an adult when the conversations that need to be had aren't being had? So it's like different things like that just helped me to be like, have this, I like to call it enlightenment. I was so in the dark before, but now I'm so enlightened. So that's what I call it. And that's basically it, a mix of therapy and just, sitting alone with myself and just having those conversations with myself.